While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I'm Heather Gay, one of your hosts and one of the owners of Beauty Lab. I'm joined by... Dre... The other co-host, the other owner, and together we are Drether. Hi, Ashley and Elsha here. <laughs> well, I just did what everyone likes someone to do in a closed, confined space. <laughs> Opened up a bag of beef jerky. <laughs> and the smell... I'm surprised at you, Heather. ...hit me with a cloud, and it whacked me. Like, <laughs> whacked me in the face, and I thought... Glad Dre loves me for me. I sure do. And I love beef jerky, so you're in. It's delicious. <laughs> Jack Link's so teriyaki made Ooh. 100% Where beef. did you get that? In the back? No, I brought it from home. I ordered uh, school lunch stuff. Oh, that's genius. I should do beef jerky for school lunches. Oh, yeah, it's genius. It's also a wonderful protein-filled yeah, snack. Yeah, getting my 50 kids 50 calories protein. and one gram of fat and seven grams of protein. That's great. Yeah, the girls love it. Huh. Look it's either you. this or the fruit Mom snacks. Hack. I know, but the fruit snacks were, the box wasn't open. I didn't want to ruin my nails, so I just took a beef jerky. <laughs> I do love a fruit snack, so too. That's I pure sugar. Too. I do too. They're so good. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. Sorry we've uh, taken a little hiatus, a couple weeks off the pod, because we were at BravoCon. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. <laughs> we were living it up like the freaking... The Bravo Leb, the that Bravo you are. Lebs we are. <laughs> oh, Dre, you had a little bit of Bravo celebrity shine. I heard people squealing that they met you, tagging a, you. A couple. There were a couple, you know, diehard Heather fans that recognized little. She old gets Dre. the runoff, guys. She gets <laughs> the runoff. <laughs> when I'm just too overwhelmed with fans, I'm like, go, go, give Dre some love. She could use a Who wants selfie a picture with Dre. <laughs> <laughs> One person. Yay. They're like, who's Dre? <laughs> oh my gosh, we had so much fun though, right? So much fun I at mean, BravoCon. Have you like decompressed yet from just the madness of it all? No, it's like, I feel like a lot of it was so overwhelming that I couldn't even soak it in. Uh-huh. Like it has it was fast paced. It hasn't and... like computed yet. <laughs> yeah, and I want to like, I've, I started to put together like a, all my pictures, like compiling all the pictures so I can do like a little reel. But I'm realizing that it's like, it's going to be Christmas and everyone's doing like their Christmas. And mine's going to be like, I had so much fun at BravoCon. Flashback <laughs> to BravoCon <laughs> in October. So that's like when I'm going to like really, I think, absorb it all. But I mean, I just felt like I attended BravoCon as a fan. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And that part is still what I'm like dining out on, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it was weird. I had fantasies. <laughs> Of like being in line with people just to like, I thought I was going to be in line to like meet Kenya. Yeah. You know, and I was totally planning on doing it. Yeah. I even thought it'd be funny to like do the mean girls like hoodie with like the sunglasses and have my hood like around Uh my face and then like be like, she doesn't even go here. She's not even a Bravo lab. (laughs) But that was like once we saw the fans and how well attended it was and how just 
energetic the fans were. Like that became like an impossibility. Oh yeah, no, there is no way that you would have been able to what? stand in line. I mean, even those people that have been waiting in line, I just wanted to like go hang out with them. I know you did, and I feel like such an asshole because. <laughs> I would not allow it, but we had a. I hope anybody who's who was in line that I shut down <laughs> to talk to Heather, please accept this as my most sincere apology. I was given very strict schedule instructions and had to get Heather to, on time to places, and it was really hard. I'm not responsible for my own <laughs> self. I have an entourage, <laughs> but I would be like offering people come live with me you can live in my basement oh my until you get on your feet and i'll freeze my eggs for you what do you need like no I just, everybody i connected with i wanted to like put in my pocket and take home this is not an exaggeration we actually had to have a talk about giving out your phone number not oh that, yeah like, that was a mis- i mean not a mistake but i was i gave it out to so many people yeah and like this is the thing heather is like not that i don't trust all of the beautiful fans One, yeah my fans are good people but like you also have people in your life that would like you to respond to their texts oh that good, are point, like good point good point good family <laughs> and co-workers my children yes mom mom <laughs> and um we bought pumpkins while you were at BravoCon. are we gonna decorate for halloween <laughs> yeah. literally that's some mad mom guilt i thought that like the young women or the Lee society had like pumpkin bombed us yeah we had like three or four pumpkins yeah and i remember cute wreaths on the, every doorknob in our house yeah who did that the girls did Aww, they went shopping because so they're I, they basically fall decorated shamed me oh because i haven't decorated for fall because we're in between houses totally i know they were like we just finally went and got some pumpkins for ourselves like oh, oh poor little <laughs> destitute <know>. children <laughs> did you find some wreaths to hang on the doorknobs how could halloween come without a pumpkin filled hallway but it did break my heart because those are like the mom things that i like you know thrive on yeah totally i know my kids have been asking for our halloween blow-ups yeah. to be out in the yard and i i was like i thought i'm gonna put them out the, the day that we got back from bravo Con. right and wasn't it rainy though yeah and it was gross and I just was tired and I just didn't do it and so I've got to I'm gonna do that today I know that's like a mom job that mm-hmm. you've inherited huh? mm-hmm. totally and I'm gonna come do it at your house too we like to prank people with uh with blow-ups because they're the most obnoxious most okay we'll do intrusive. it at the new house yeah that's I'm going Halloween to street I'm going to I know the other but... house is other house is black as night no one even comes over we have no street lights but do you want people trick-or-treating to your new house yet because you're kind of remodeling and redoing it no I'm 100% we're gonna set up and just like have chairs and like I am trick-or-treating Halloween is like our introduction to the neighborhood okay we're gonna be it. absolutely well I trick-or-treat every I'm gonna year. give up my address and anyone that's out and about on Halloween come by our house we're giving away full-size candy bars well, listen, I've been trick-or-treating in your new neighborhood yeah. since I had kids. Same. So, so I know the routine. Yes. Yeah, so I will be um, trick-or-treating to your house on Monday. Well, we have Very to make excited. sure. I'm so excited. That's yeah. going to be our home base. We have to. I want to have a tradition, too, because I, you know the guy that does the hot air popper of popcorn uh-huh. on that table? Yeah. And I might appropriate um, Natalie's because Natalie does hot yeah. dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if I had a little, I mean, I just love a good hot dog. I do too. And it's just like you want protein. You want your kids, like even if they're cut in half. Yeah. Who wants half a dog? Oh my gosh, I'm starving right now. Doesn't that sound delicious? <laughs> yes. Like a toasted bun, Hebrew National Frank, yes. half of it with like just a little condiment bar. And you can like rent those rollers, you know, like at the. Oh my right? gosh. You should yes. do that at Zercher's. Or is it Zerkers or Zercher's? I think it's Zerkers. Okay, I'm going to say Zerkers. But then. I think people say Zercher's. 
Is, I mean, but when I say that, Zurchers, I feel like I had a stroke. Listen, like Zurchers. don't have a name that, that is hard. Pronounce. Yeah, that you that are multiple pronunciations. It makes it confusing. You feel dumb when you say it. Yeah, and you have so to you say never both. Say it, yeah, and like it's why you, I always say red bottom shoes. There you go. Instead of Christian Louboutin. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of like our old business, Visage. Yeah, Massage Envy. Envy. Yeah, Massage Envy. <laughs> it's just like it's a hard name to pronounce if you don't speak French. It's very hard and it's embarrassing when you say it wrong. And in um, English, it's it's visage. visage. Like the same word is visage. and Which is sounds it like, like victuals or it's like... weird. Yeah. Visceral. Like, visceral so. MD. We just go on our feelings. <laughs> Our gut feelings are, you owe us a lot of money, and we'll tell you we're not quite sure what's wrong with you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So good. Shit you can't make up about the medical community. No kidding. That's our sub-podcast next week. (laughs) Well, okay, wait. So back to BravoCon. Yes. I just want to know. We won. We won BravoCon. We won BravoCon. Okay, so I'm going to give you, like... Two of my favorite moments. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I want you to give me two. Okay. Obviously, the number one was the standing ovation for Heather Gay that in the was... Salt Lake panel. Somebody, a sweet fan from Queens, New York, but originally from Ireland. Yes. So everything she said had a little to it. A, a little lilt. And it God she bless was that woman. DM darling. me and I owe you my life, my firstborn. <laughs> Ashley, you can have her. <laughs> but she got up and um, had, you know, everybody was, they had like, people asking questions from the audience yeah. it was her turn it was the kind of the end oh, final he, question that was my thrill questions from the audience were my thrill it was yeah. like phil donahue from the 1980s when they'd line up behind the microphone yes. and be like my question is for heather and then when you'd hear your name your whole body was just like <laughs> it is your time for the question and everyone there was like a supporter so it wasn't like that sick feeling question it was like it's a question for you. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, and it's like such people, a thrill. And they, there were great questions, great too. Great questions. Really great Bravo questions. Bravo fans are the best fans on the planet. Truly. Truly. And um, she just was so sweet. And I think she articulated really well kind of what a lot of people that I talked to were feeling and sharing and just kind of said, Heather, we love you. And this is why you remind us of us. We see ourselves in you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be perfect. You own that you are a human being and it's and it's we all are we can all sink our teeth into that you know and it was really beautiful and so much love for you that felt so when she said it like I was gonna at first like make a dumb joke or something because I get you know I get like a little uncomfortable with I know the praise and it's you also just are so grateful that she's there that she's saying this that anyone's there or cheering and that you just get to be a part of all of it oh yeah you just feel like I'm doing this for all of you. <laughs> Remember when I walked down the hall and like, this is for the moms and the gays and yes. the women. It's for everyone except the white men. But it was like seriously so sweet because she compared you to a fairy. A fairy. A, an otherworldly being. And then asked what the source of your power was. And just your reaction, like as your friend and someone who, you know, I feel like I know you better than most. Yes, better than all. And like, just, I could feel, first of all, you cringing onto the the inside of your being yeah. of like, how do I even respond? Because you have a hard time like taking a compliment. Let's just be honest. Well, yeah. What do you do? Curtsy? Bow? Yeah. I mean, people are clapping and cheering a standing ovation and you 
are just glad that you're sitting there. Yeah. You know, it's, it was, it was, but it was, you could feel it. It was You could tangible. feel it. And like, and I could feel it from you. And it was like such a moment. I was so emotional. And I think everyone was so emotional. And you kind of got clammed up. And yeah, like, I was totally crying. And it was like really a, a moment. Like it was powerful. And everybody stood up and cheered. And it was so awesome. I was just so happy for you, Heather, because like, I, I can imagine that it's really hard <laughs> to swim in the waters that you swim in. Big, big waters, big waters. No, I felt like it was such a amazing moment. Obviously, it felt like unbelievable and otherworldly. But there was also something I think that everyone in that room felt and it felt like a real sense of community. It was so a collective. It was mm-hmm. a collective, mm-hmm. like all of us, I think after COVID, after being isolated, having a common joy in Housewives, in television, in reality TV, in Bravo, and in our own humanity, it felt like we were all kind of cheering together. Like yeah. we're all in this together. We mm-hmm. see a little bit of ourselves in you and like any one of us could be up there in your place, but you've got the baton and we are, let's do this together. It was a victory for, yeah, it for felt everyone. Like, like a healing yeah. moment for the community. And a victory for your cast too. Yes, like, for Salt Lake City I, for sure. It was awesome. Like just so cool. It was, ev- that moment was everything. So I'm going to say that was my number one. My number two moment, again, just as your friend, you have a deep love for all Bravo shows. Yes, deep. But one that I hear you talk about a lot and- I need to start watching it because then we would have so much more to talk about. But you love the show Family Karma. Yes, love Family Karma. And what's kind of the premise of Family Karma for people who don't Um, know? Just high society Indian families in Miami. Okay, okay. I mean, the Indian community? I mean, it's in, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so Indian Americans, right? Yeah. They are in Miami. And... I just first generation, second generation, you know, just like the layered, the parents, the grandparents, the kids and all of the deep, rich culture. Yes. And it is such a unique culture that is. And a high demand religion and a high demand culture and Mm -hmm. a very patriarchal culture. Yes. But at the same time, there's so many similarities because it's a patriarchal culture, but the women run the show. Okay. You know, love that. Love that. Yeah. So anyway, just so I, I knew how excited you were to meet the family karma people. Cause yeah. like you freaked out when like one of them liked your tweet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I was equally excited to see the Shaws, but Shaws and I have FaceTimed and like okay. and DM'd yes. a lot. Yes. And like, I feel like they are, they're in LA. Like there's just this yes. more crossover, but family karma was like the coup, totally. you know, like this big, I was going to see him once and it's going to be a Bravo con. Totally. <laughs> and it was just like when we got there and we walked into the conference and I, I can't remember who it was who was standing there. When we first walked in? Yeah. Um, I think it was Monica. Oh, yes. Because we were doing on the panel together. Was it the pure yes, panel? Yes, yes, okay, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That was Monica Viswani. Yeah. Okay. And like the elation <laughs> in your whole body. <laughs> I, I like tensed up. I know. And it was like a moment for me because I was like, oh, she's so cute. Like she's so excited to see these people. And it was like you like meeting. It was like you had your moment of fandom. Oh, I you know was, what yeah. I mean? And as somebody who had quite a few fans there, <laughs> it was like a real moment because I was like, 
stars they're just like us they are i mean <laughs> I, I was watching those interviews back when and i was sitting next to monica and it was like the grasshopper sitting next to like the bird like she just nails it she's oh, just yeah. so eloquent and so articulate and beautiful and there's one moment where i like reached over like with spontaneous affection like grabbed her leg like while she was talking because i was just like oh my gosh i love her so much and i'm next to her and she's just so fun i just loved hanging out with all of family karma oh yeah it, so th- I, that was probably like yeah that was my other favorite point was just like seeing you meet the people that were on your bucket list your celebrity yeah. bucket list and of course like yeah reza and mj um from Bali and, and anisha well there was all this crossover bali and anisha yeah. are family karma yes, but they yeah. actually got to witness a firsthand fight between me and lisa lisa <laughs> yeah. would not call it a fight <laughs> beep beep um lisa encouraging me that's what Lisa said it was. She was just checking in and encouraging me. But yeah. it felt to me like she was yelling at me. Well, it was a moment, and I was so happy that you had your people I know, there. I had, well, like, I kept wanting to try to nudge them, but they were so stoic poker facers. Like, weren't you listening? Didn't you listen? Like, I'll, They're like, no, we're just, you know, we're minding our business. Um, that was kind of so a good. funny moment. So those were your two highs? Yeah, yeah. So what were you... Did I just steal your two no, highs? No, you didn't. Okay, you good, didn't. Good. Because the standing ovation was a, a huge... It was like the biggest moment. But like for me, it was much more like granular. Like my favorite moments were... So I loved hanging out with Reza, our new best friend. Uh-huh. And Love Reza, Reza. Um, has been on Shaw's for like nine years. And he said that the show might not be coming back. It's a, a, They don't know what's going on with Shaw's right now. But so it was kind of like this weird bittersweet like you're here at BravoCon we're all celebrating Mm -hmm. but we don't exactly know what's transitioning for their show and we had a couple just great conversations but my favorite exchange with him is when he was I mean he was too much folks he's had a glow up that's like over the top like I can't even he hurts my eyes he's so handsome just like silver hair Mm -hmm. and tan and the jaw and he's thin and ripped and he was dressed head to toe in Louis Vuitton the first day and then the second day I got a little more comfortable with him and my joking and he was wearing Fendi like Fendi undershirt Fendi socks probably Fendi panties yeah you know everything Everything Fendi every giant logo double F Fendi and he was on a golf cart and I was pulling up and I said Reza Reza I love what you're wearing who's the designer and he goes it's Gucci bitch (laughs) he said where can I get that where can I get that and he goes it's Gucci bitch and it was like him saying that to me I have replayed that moment and laughed like I'll just be like walking around the house and just play it in my mind just laugh out loud to myself like it's Gucci bitch it was so funny he was so fun and funny and just I love handsome men. I know. I just, and same with, oh, all the family karma boys. I know. But do you know what? And I ha- Southern Char- I, I mean, have to say, though, like, it was cool. I was really excited to meet Reza, too. And I just love, and this is why you are drawn to him, Heather, because he is a gay man from Iran. Yeah. Like, that is... That makes perfect sense to me as a white <laughs> Mormon girl from Iran. No, Utah. but I'm saying, like, you love people who can stand on their own and buck the norm. Yeah, really. like a force of nature that can overcome like cultural institutions yes. and religious because institutions. Because can you imagine? I mean, from a Muslim country, and I believe that he's first generation, yeah. um, you know, from a Persian, from Iran in the United States. And like, that's a lot to yeah. be a gay man, a gay Persian man. It, it's just a lot. And and, the, and just on TV, on totally TV, like loud and public, proud. international, mm-hmm. and um, 
and not hiding from any of it, Absolutely you know? Absolutely not. And, like, his romance kind of blossomed over the show and everything. Mm-hmm. And we got to see him, you know, get engaged and have this great relationship. And it's really quite impressive. And it is no surprise to me that you were drawn to him at all. It's Gucci, bitch. It's Gucci, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He's great. I did. I mean, I do feel like I said um, there's just something about, like, people that grow up where the culture is like thick like cobwebs you know Mm -hmm. and it's and you have to embrace it but also stand apart from it that is just like a narrative that I am drawn to I think even though I don't think about it yeah I don't you know like break it down but when I feel the safest and most comfortable it's like I just, you just feel it. It's just energy with people. You're just like, totally. I could, I feel like I could be in LA and be like, Reza, my Uber canceled. Send your driver. <laughs> and because I would love to hang out with him and MJ and Gigi. I mean, all of them all totally. day. Yeah. Yeah. My second favorite part was a tiny exchange I had with Gigi, who was in the room across from me. <laughs> Thank heavens for secondhand smoke. I just kidding, no. Yes, I mean, Gigi was in the room across from us. It was a comfort. It, it was a time. comfort to know that I could smell when Gigi was home, and I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, and I would just sit outside the hallway hoping she'd crack the door open for me. Get a little contact high. <laughs> but she, um, we were, we just like, I was getting ready to leave for the. Uh, I think for like my car was coming for that photo shoot or whatever. And she, the housekeeping was quite annoying. They were, they were aggressive. It's hard for, they were, housekeeping was <laughs> aggressive. Like a five minute knock. Housekeeping. Okay. We're leaving at noon. Five minutes later. Housekeeping. But they would also kind of come in. And then like 1158, they're opening the door. Yeah. And, and we're like, like okay, it's, it's not, not noon, noon yet. yet. It's pumpkin clicks at <laughs> I noon. I mean, just... It, I know that they had a, probably overwhelmed of with course. work, but it was like a, aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but I am me. So I'm just like apologetic to housekeeping over and over <laughs> and over. And I'm like really working on boundaries and working on just like, you know, just be, not being passive aggressive. Like, oh, could you, would you mind terribly coming back in seven minutes? Like, and then being anxious and like loading my stuff up as fast as I can so that housekeeping's not put out. And so my point is, Gigi. Hats off to the Jeej because I, the housekeeping was annoying me and annoying her. And I went to leave my room and she opened up the door and she saw me and she like was so beautiful, so nice, big smile, like, hi, babe. And I said, hi. And then, um, I like went to leave. And so, and then she looked over and she, cause she realized it wasn't me knocking on her door. It was housekeeping. And she looks over at housekeeping. She goes, did you just come in my room? And the lady's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, yeah, yeah, nothing. Don't come in my room. (laughs) And like, I felt that tingle in your body where you're just like, God damn right. You know, like it was so awesome. And then she just shut the door and I was just like, I'm channeling that woman today. Like I want to say when they knock, I want to say I'm not ready and don't come back for an hour. Yeah. But I would never say that. Never, (laughs) never. But Gigi will. Don't come in my room. Got it. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Don't come in my room. (laughs) Oh, she is wild. Oh, so so hot. And that outfit she was wearing on the first panel with the, what was that panel? The very first one. It was the singles. Oh, the singles, the flirting one. Yeah. Yeah. That's because I was not good at flirting. That's when I was sitting next to Vicki Gunvalson and she told everyone that she's had two happy ending massages, meaning what you think it means, in Orange County. Not like at a private masseuse in a private room, just like going to the massage parlor spa. I was like... Isn't that what she said? It was like a massage parlor spa thing? Yeah. Just like like, like like your local massage envy. I'm like in... (laughs) 
Coto de Casa, which is a suburb of Rancho Santa Margarita, where my sister has raised her children. That blew my mind. She did take me to Happy Feet Massage, where they put like a towel over your body and like give you a full body massage, but they're fully clothed and in a towel. Okay. That happened... But then I heard these types of things But you didn't get any like weird labia massage? No, he did do a little bit of the buttocks, but it was, again, through the towel. Yeah. Thick towel, bath towel, plush, Turkish cotton, and then full clothing. Normal massage uh, etiquette. I thought it was, you know, I loved it. But yeah, she said unrelated to separate places. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, (laughs) that was. I, I literally was like, where are you getting massaged? And. What, how do they know? Do you put a towel on the chair? Is there like a checkbox? Is there a light? What if I accidentally push the happy ending button and you know darn well once they start happening, I'm going to be like just wiggling and like shifting and trying to move and acting like I'm waking up, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to say, how's the pressure down there? Like, yeah, I know. Like it <laughs> makes me firm. nervous to ever go get a massage. Never. Not anyone. in Cota de Casa. Yeah. <laughs> not anytime soon. Not behind the gates. <laughs> I know that was crazy. And then she described the man, like six five and good looking. And I thought, honey, I I don't care what hap- what face is attached to happy hands. Like, I do not want to be serviced like that. Oh, I wouldn't care if the Lord Jesus Christ himself came down. <laughs> no, thank Unless you. You're invited. I would like a sad ending. <laughs> a sad How about that? A sad ending where we'd have no exchange. I just leave money on the bedside table, no eye contact. That's the type of ending I'm going for. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was wild. That was those are my two fave moments. Oh, I love it. And how both about, thanks to Shaz of Sunset? How about this crazy sorority that you now belong to? I mean, like it was wild, wild to see all of these people that we've seen on TV. It is wild, life. and we were just back in the green room, just getting samosas Shooting and the shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. and like lukewarm lemon water with yeah. each other. Just yeah, honestly, A stale donut. Yeah, stale donut. You know what I was? I bought those done for donuts from Costco the other day. I I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. They're and I so thought good. we're gonna eat one, and then I we all ate one. I'm like, let's throw them away. And guess what? We didn't do. We yeah. never threw them away. Mm-hmm. But I took one of those donuts on day two, day two evening. So I'm gonna say day and a half. Plastic open, but it was still partially covered, sure. partially shielded. And that wet stickiness of the Dunford chocolate base was gone. It had dried oh. up. You know, it was kind of crumbly. Uh-huh. And I put it on a little paper plate and I put it in the microwave for 20 seconds. Okay. And ate it with a fork. And... Was it good? All that kept coming to my mind is, sure, sex is great, but have you ever heated <laughs> up a day-old donut? Literally, that was yeah. what kept coming to my mind. Like, sure, sex is great, <laughs> but have you ever microwaved... A day-old donut for 20 seconds. It is a completely different culinary experience. Yeah, It is so... It's like a frozen Twinkie. Yeah. It's a game changer. That's a little life hack, right? Oh, yes. I mean, I'm going to serve it at like a party and just put like Chantilly cream or something in the donut hole. People are not going to know and they're going to lose their minds. (laughs) Because it changes the component of the cake and the frosting Mm -hmm. and it gets... It's like a ganache... And it changes the flavors and that oil kind of, it's just, you guys, I can't, I can't, behold, I cannot say the smallest part of that, which I feel about the heated day don- old donut. Oh, I am starving. All of this food talk. So maybe we'll do day old hot, hot donuts, mm-hmm. day old hot donuts and, and half hot, hot dogs. dogs, hot dog halves. At Heather's house for Halloween. I'm just thinking, I don't want ketchup and mustard and stuff though. So maybe I'm going to rethink that to just a, a protein 
kebab or like, um, I'm going to rethink that. I don't want to do it in public. All right. All right. We'll workshop it offline. It's like when you see your dog going to the bathroom. It's no one wants to see this process. Okay. I've got to workshop this offline. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, you have, you have a week. Heather, I know because Halloween. Halloween is coming. Do you know what you're going to be? Do you have your costume? No, because Baba I. Baba Duke. <laughs> Baba Duke. <Do> you... <laughs> we'll talk about it yeah. in a minute. It's coming. <laughs> that was a tease. I might have been too much of a reveal. Um, no, because I feel like I, the last two weeks have been such a whirlwind. And for you, yeah, well, for you, and just, and us. Yeah. I speak for both of us. And. Um, I have my kids this year for Halloween. Okay. And it's weird that it's on a Monday. It is weird. Like, it's and like, it's not a school, it's not they, a holiday the next day. Yeah, it's so odd. Why don't they do fall break right after Halloween before know. Thanksgiving? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was so weird. And, and like the kids were out of school on Friday. So I'm like, could you not have done that? I don't know. The it just seems week. odd to me. The whole thing is weird. So, um, but it is weird. It seems weird because it is weird. But my kids have their costumes and. Roman is being Marshmallow the DJ. Oh, does he have the, like the head <laughs> yeah. helmet? Where'd you get it? At CostumeCity.com or whatever. Does I don't it have know. Eye holes and it's light yes. and cool. Yeah, That's and it great. lights up and it's cute. And he has this like one piece zip up white tracksuit. It's a darling. Genius. And he's like really into Marshmallow right now. He ordered a Marshmallow poster, a Marshmallow backpack. So I'm just going with it. Love it's fine. It. I love Marshmallow. And then um, Christian is being both the treat and the DJ. <laughs> Christian is being a zombie. Again, it's his favorite costume. We go zombie, to be dead zombie. Yeah, we go to um, Savers. We get a suit because he likes to be like a businessman. Oh, love that. And we shred it up. And last year's was too small. So I was going to say, did you try? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was too small. And then um, and so he's going to be a zombie. So I love that. Yeah, it's great. I and totally you know, it's a cheap that. costume because it's Savers. Yeah. It's and a little labor intensive, but does yeah. he do makeup? Yes. Like bloody. Yeah. Stuff on mm-hmm. his face? Yeah. And then we did like baby powder in his hair and like I mean, you, you know why stuff. I'm having this face right now? And what do you think is hurting my heart is like, they're not coordinated. I know. They're not I know. freaking coordinated. But you know what? They aren't, to me. they aren't as people either. They're but so. They're brothers. I know. And you're the mom. And you're supposed to be like, I could see he be Marshmallow. Um, Roman could be. Who's another famous DJ? Could uh, be Cascade. And you could be like. With a clipboard, you could be the audio producer with there a headset go. and a clipboard, <laughs> and all black. I'll, you know what? Listen, I'm going to pitch it to Christian. See if all black he's with a top knot or a, possibly a beanie. Because, like, I loved it when like Georgia was a lobster and Ashley was a Little Mermaid. Yes, yes. Or someone's Toto and someone's Scarecrow Dorothy, and yeah. someone's Dorothy, mm-hmm. and I'm Glinda. Of course. You know, I just like family coordinated outfits. Did you see Carol Loren's costume? Yes. And I think the reason that she, being the wise person, influencer, she is, she did not have her children in that photo because, pray tell, what characters would they I know, they couldn't be anything. She was dressed as Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman in the penult- in the beginning opening scene mm-hmm. where she has the blonde page boy, the white uh, cutout dress, white and blue miniskirt dress with the black thigh-high boots, and Richard Gere was in a suit, and that was Brody. Uh-huh. And she looked so hot as... Oh, she's Vivian. So yeah. Vivian from Pretty Woman, and I tried to repost it but then i thought you're fanning over everybody all the time just like chill sit down <laughs> sister gay sit down so but kara i loved it and i'm just sitting here thinking how incredibly funny would it be if we made like echo be like cat you know like put her in hoop uh-huh, earrings yeah. and like and her a hooker friend and then the other one could be like whoever uh 
a Jer, you know, the actor, what's his name? George Costanza. Oh yeah, uh huh. He could be that guy. Yeah. Or or someone could be the um the worker at that store that uh, turns them away and then she comes back and oh, says, yeah, the, stay yes, cute. dressed up as the <laughs> as the people. Yes, fully. Oh my gosh. The possibilities. I know. There's but a lot of options with that. She only took a picture of the two characters because if she had had a scarecrow, a zombie, and a marshmallow, the DJ, it would have been a jumble. Listen, but this is why I am not an influencer. This is why I am a behind the scenes. Well, you just give your kids too much liberty and too much agency. You got to tell them I this know. is what it is. You're going to be the twins from Shining. <laughs> You're both going to put on blue dresses <laughs> That's and what black Reagan and Miranda were last year. Were they the were. Twins oh, from well, there you go. Genius. <laughs> Paige, my best friend Paige Smith was CF. And I have never seen a better costume. Like I was like thinking, what if they asked us to wear costumes on Watch What Happens Life? I'm going to borrow Paige's see it, and it's so awesome. I have to show you a picture. Okay, I want to see it. She's probably. I hope she posts it. Yeah, she better. Paige, she's queen of Halloween. Oh, she's she puts always... googly eyes on like her pictures in her house. She's queen of Halloween. That's they do so this cute, gorgeous Halloween. I just thought of something. What if Paige started a business called Seasons where she went around and did like holiday parties for families? Great idea. Million dollar idea. Million dollar right idea. I Paige. Will, Paige, why don't you do it for me for free <laughs> and I'll advertise it. I'm just kidding. I'll pay top it's dollar. It's happening. Googly okay. eyes on all the pennies. Okay. Pennies. So speaking of Halloween, yes. like do you, are you into Halloween? No. Okay. Do you, are you, do you like. But follow up. Are you into anything? No. no. Okay. Dead inside. That's Thank right. You. But dead because inside. you're still the life of the party, mm-hmm. I would like to know, do you get like, do you like spooky season? Like, do you no, like no. the macabre? Do you no, like... No. You don't? I like white. I like light. I like joy. I like absence of... I don't believe in it. And I think it's stupid. And it's just stuff I have to store and put out so that I look like a good mom. Okay. All right. Well... Happy fucking Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> is the Scrooge of Halloween, apparently. Uh, good time girl only applies to sex and booze. So do you like, so you? So then I can assume that you don't like like scary movies or anything no, like that. No, I hate them. Why? I have, I live on like a level nine of anxiety at all times. Why would I want to go into a theater and artificially give myself more anxiety? I go to, if I have to go to a scary movie, like for a date or a means to an end, I literally close my eyes and plug my ears because I'm auditory too. Like I okay, hear it, it'll yeah, never yeah, leave yeah. me. Yeah. And so I just like basically plug my ears, cover my eyes, put my knees by my face. Okay. And and like sing. Okay. Like, okay. There is beauty so- all around. <laughs> there is joy in every sound. I hate it. Okay. That's so funny because I love Halloween and I love like the macabre of all things. I'm rolling my eyes. But... I don't like horror movies and I don't like, I don't like scary movies. I just, I don't enjoy them. They're not fun. So you've fun. never seen Blackfish is what you're telling me. I have never seen Blackfish. I've never made it you through You know what? Black that Fish. was a tell. And when that was your most scary movie, that was a tell. It's because it's terrifying. Because you, you don't, but that like, it's the real stuff that scares you, right? Like you're not interested in like Well, yeah, the child's dark. play. Yeah. The animatronic doll that comes to life and stabs you. Like throw the doll away. Oh, he comes back. Oh, he does. <laughs> Sounds like Toy Story Gun Run. Yeah, I don't I don't like those kind of movies either and but they don't I don't I just don't enjoy them. But they don't really stress me out. Oh, I guess they do. I don't like feeling anxiety either. Well, they're based like, on the premise of like surprise and gotcha, right? So yes, there's suspense which yes, affects your body. I don't like that. Yeah, I it's don't the like that. music and the lighting and it's it's an artificial fear and I just it doesn't feel joyful to me. Okay, yeah, I agree. But okay, how about like the Jordan Peele movies? Like did you ever watch Get Out? No. Okay. 
Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know who he from is, Key but and Peele. yeah. And from our favorite show, um, I was, college, I saw a picture Friends of Key and Peele and I thought someone should make a meme of this and say, Jen, Sean, Heather, gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much, but he, he makes really, really good like thriller movies, but okay. they're all, usually more like psychological and they're based a lot in like basically things that are very uncomfortable, like racism that you okay. have to like face. And that's part of the anxiety of it and for some reason that's way more palatable to me like I enjoy that because it gets me to think and like it challenges some of like just my own thinking errors yeah no um, for sure I love but, stuff like that you know me I so Anything I think I think that me, might be a good avenue for you okay, to enjoy it to enjoy some of the um some of the the spooky season offerings you know okay, okay? I love so, the candy I, I love the candy I do too and I, too. I eat it for months Okay. I stash it, I hide it, I freeze it, I melt it, I do everything to it. Okay, do you think Halloween, which which holiday candy is the most superior? I know my answer. Of Halloween? No, of all the holidays. Of all the holidays, yeah. Halloween, because oh. it's the selection of everything. What are you thinking my, Christmas? Easter, obviously. Oh, Easter. geez, Louise. I'm so out of practice of celebrating holidays. I've been dead inside <laughs> for so long. Easter wins yeah. slam dunk. Anything like right I now, I'm just imagining... The marshmallow, they're not actual marshmallow, they're called marshmallow creams. Yes. Mm. Pink, yellow, pastel blue, chick shaped, melting in my mouth. I'm starving. Oh, I'm starving. We have to get food I after beef this. jerky breath. <laughs> okay, so do you get, so do you believe in like ghosts? Do you, you don't like anything creepy. I get that. But the like, veil do is you, very thin. do you believe in it? No. Okay, I don't either. I don't believe in like, evil spirits then or why do spirits. you like the macabre i i don't know i think that's why i don't know like i love tim burton like what, I ouija love, boards have you ever done a ouija oh yeah tim totally. Bur- i see i'm not i love like oh yeah like nightmare I love before, night before elm street before christmas, christmas. Before. i don't understand um, that i love edward scissorhands like that's, that is a that's a drama d though beetlejuice beetlejuice i like michael love. keaton yeah like I'm, but I'm into that kind of like the dark. But I prefer to watch him in Mr. Mom. <laughs> I the like truth. the dark, but I also, I don't believe in bad spirits. I don't believe in like demons or anything like that. I think that's a weird thing that we invented. Um, okay. Love and light only people. Love and light. But. Um, Ouija boards. It's somebody pushing. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't believe in any of that. And I, however, I do reserve a little bit of um, open mindedness for like you know, reading every once in a while. Yeah, that's what I'm just sitting here thinking. But you know, we're very intuitive, spiritual people. Yeah. We believe in energies. We believe in energy exchange. But why don't we believe, you know what? Because I think it's a little bit charged and convoluted with Mormonism. Yeah, it's true. The veil is thin. Our ancestors it's are true. watching us. You're, everything you're doing will be brought to light. Everyone's cheering you on from behind the mm-hmm, scenes. Mm-hmm. So it's like we probably don't want to look behind that curtain, so to well, speak. Well, and I also like to think that people at their core are good, are love and light. You know, and mm-hmm. like, even that would so be like, wrong. like evil, I think sometimes people are mentally ill and have, yeah. you know, are really, really I messed think, up. But I like, think you're right. It's I a think sliding core, scale. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. That's Jean Valjean just, was not a criminal to me. He right, was a man right. starving for right. bread. Yeah. If you look at the motivation, I mean, obviously there's like mental know, illness, addiction, the rules, but like, but pure evil is usually masked by in society by well-behaved people. It's what I believe. So true. So true. But well, the, I mean, I guess if you don't believe anything, I mean, do you, have you ever had a ghost visitation? Have you ever like been creeped out like by, oh my gosh, what was that noise? 
anything like that. Does that kind of stuff scare I can, you? I can mentally creep myself out, but it's always based in reality. It's never otherworldly, like a fandom. Okay. Like the movie Ghost with Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And like the spirits that would come gather the souls. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, take me away, Calgon. I don't care. I don't believe that either. But I have had a ghost encounter. And I sexual, want to tell you about it. A sexual yes, ghost encounter? It was amazing. Everything's sex with you, Dre. <laughs> Just everything's sex. No, listen. When I was 19 years old, a mere 19, I lived... Sounds made up. I, <laughs> I lived on Center Street in Provo in an apartment above my shop, Sailor 9 Vintage Clothing. Cactus Girl. <laughs> Cactus Girl was my band. And um, I, we lived... So the shop... And the apartment were in the same building. Center Street Provo, Center dilapidated Street. Yes. old school, yes. like yes. transients in the street corners. Oh, we lived literally There's behind really the There's really not transients no. in Provo, but there, are, there be, were. There and houseless. some of them would come and sleep on our couches because we became friends with them because the homeless shelter was right behind us. It was very dangerous, actually. And people poor say, decisions. how does Dre put up with you? I say, I'm nothing. <laughs> she used to invite houseless people to sleep on her couch. <laughs> I... Um, yeah, I mean, some people experience homelessness, and luckily, I found a couple really nice ones that boys. We were, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In and fact, one I ran into at Gallivan's at a Gallivan Center concert like two years ago, and he remembered me, and he was like Dre, and I was like Philip. He was like, I learned how to read, and I got off of drugs, and I joined this Christian church, and now Shut I have up. children, and now I have children. Yes. Yeah, he was like married, like he's like a married dad. He slept on my couch a couple nights when it was cold. You guys, there's no person out there better than Dre Nord, say, Dre Robinson saying it now, saying it forever, <laughs> marking it, noted. Anyway. So in this statement. We lived in this building that used to be the Provo City Jail. Okay. It was before they knocked it down. It is now. That has to have been built, what, 19? Yeah. like 19? Like early, early, early in the century. Wow. And the bars were still on the windows in the back. I am not kidding. It was creepy AF. Did they just put up like woods, drywall and scaffolding uh-huh. like around the cells? Yes. Where criminals lived and died yes. and, and masturbated? Ew. Why'd you have to say that? Babe, I know that that's where this is going. <laughs> no. And then I no. woke up and the ghost was masturbating me. <laughs> jizz everywhere. <laughs> so Ghost jizz. The best kind. Ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. <laughs> anyway... So I was kind of aware, and I was Mormon at the time, so I did kind of believe more in like, you know, ghosts or whatever. But and you didn't sage it. You didn't have a priest no. because that was outside your scope. Of- right. I mean, I just knew someone was going to have to raise their hand to the square at some point yeah, if a demon for sure. showed up in my bedroom. In the name of the priesthood, I... What is yeah, it? Yeah, like I cast you away. Yeah, I cast you out. Yeah. yeah. I rebuke you, spirit. So I did see a ghost, though, on multiple occasions. However, it was not like a prison cell, like inmate person, whatever. It wasn't like a creepy kid. It wasn't an old grandma. Think you saw someone like a shadow in your room open oh, no. your eyes and it was like a prisoner just <laughs> no. looking over you. Oh, nope. No. <laughs> With ectoplasm. No. <laughs> I saw a fluffy white dog ghost multiple times and so did my roommate. Like, I literally thought that maybe there was a loose dog that had found, made its way up the stairs and into our apartment. No. It was a cute... In the night when it's dark, that's when you saw it, or in the daytime? Both. Okay. I saw it multiple times. I don't believe you. It w- I don't know how to... I don't even believe in this shit, Heather. You were totally I sober. It. I was completely sober. I was 19, had never had a sip of alcohol or one What type of, of like a Like a malty poo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good, yeah. It was a cute little. Well, when I picture a small, white, white fluffy, non-intimidating ghost dog, I picture a multi poo. Yeah, that's I mean, that's figure. probably what it was. 
And it Did was it nice. Did it look at you? Was yeah. it eating? Was it rummaging around it was sniffing? Like, it would like wag its tail, like as if it wanted me to pet it. Looking up at you. Yeah. And what would you say to the ghost dog? Well, I think I shit the first time. I was like, oh my God. Like, you know, and like you would away? if you saw a dog, a live dog in your house that yeah. was not yours. You would freak out. And then you rush toward it and evaporate. Yeah. It just Shut disappeared. Up now. I'm, not, I'm now, not kidding. Guys, Heather, I humored her Heather, long I am enough. telling you. I'm telling you. Ashley and crazy here. <laughs> So you say, oh my gosh, what is this dog doing? I'm going to yeah. go pet it. And you walk over and you start ear petting air. Yeah. Like, no, I, I never got far enough. It never stayed. It only stayed for awake. like a second. You were awake. You were not in dreaming. No, I would like walk into the apartment to like come in from work and the dog would be waiting there for me and then it would disappear. Not a lie. Okay. So who was the first person that you told about this vision? Um, I didn't tell anyone because I was scared, but my roommate then at one point said, hey, do you ever see that white dog, ghost dog around here? And I said, yes, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. you've seen it too. And she was like, yeah, but she was much cooler than me and like wasn't phased. She was like, you, would, you know. Oh, hey, have you ever seen that mm-hmm. phantom ghost dog? She, yeah, That's that, not a statement that, that you make her, casually. That was her vibe. Yeah, I know. It's like saying Paul Simon turned 81. You need to give reverence to that type <laughs> I know. of fact. But you know what? She just said it and it like as if it was NBD. Okay, NBD, no big deal, but did it did you have that church is true moment? Oh yeah. And how do pets cuz see we believe that Joseph Smith said that pets will be in the celestial kingdom yeah. with us, not in the lower kingdoms. No, you don't get your old yellers only, only if you in the celestial in, uh, yeah. polygamous marriages that, and only in the new and everlasting <laughs> love, Sarah. Um that your pets will be there. And I remember when my pet died and I was devastated, someone gave me the rainbow bridge. And even mm. though in the midst of all my faith crisis and hurt and void of living, I remember thinking, eh, Rainbow Bridge, Celestial Kingdom. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we don't need no rain- stinking Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> I got the, I've the got CK. The, I've got the CK, man. And Colob. Colob is a pet's dream planet. <laughs> All the cats and dogs and lions and sheeps running around together on Colob. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's so I know. So crazy. I do have hope. You had a ghost encounter. That's shit you can't make up. Shit you can't make up. I know. Wow. Well, do you want to know my scariest um, Halloween moment? Yes. It was... Um, it was right around the time that we were really cranking it out with Beauty Lab. Okay. And, but friendship-wise, I mean, we were cranking it out. Mm-hmm. But we were just starting to kind of do uh, activities together as friends. Okay. Remember? Like, mm-hmm. So um, we every year I would gather to do a photo shoot of all my friends' kids in their costumes. Because mm-hmm. as moms, we put so much time and detail into these coordinated yes. costumes. And you were so good. You always coordinated the girls with Elsha well, and Ashley. Well, I'm remembering now that as it got older, I... Oh, I did coordinate you did. El- Yes. You, you did Elsha's costumes for I years. Did. I had to because I, you were her mom. Because <laughs> I just indulged You were her mom much. and you would have sent her to the debate <laughs> tournament, not in a matching clueless Elwood's outfit. Yes. Absolutely Cher. Not. It was Cher Horowitz yeah. more than Elwood's. Um, and they did win state. Thank you very much. <laughs> Marketing matters. Um, so I remember, uh, I don't know if I ever even told you this, because it was, I mean, it was quite traumatic. But we all all gathered on this special Halloween street to do the photo shoot, because there's this house with like the 40-foot skeletons and all the blow-ups. But really, 
cool. And so we were gathering, taking the kids' pictures. And I think you're bringing the boys over to either take pictures or trick or treat. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I tried to always like throw a wig on when the kids were young, like for the young or witch's hat or something witch's hat or the googly eyeglasses you know i want to be a sport (laughs) but at this point the kids were older Uh you know and so i didn't have on um a costume maybe i had on cat ears i don't remember but anyway i was so excited because this is kind of our first friend activity and um a car pulled up this is the scariest thing that's ever happened to me you guys (laughs) car pulled up and it, it looked like my business partner's hopeful friend dre's car but she unrolled the window and I, I, I can't even, I, it took my breath away. What looked back at me was what I now know to be um, Beelzebub, right? Or Babadook. Okay, I'm sorry, Babadook. Babadook was driving Dre's car. But let me just say, I didn't know what Babadook was, but it didn't feel like she had executed it well. So it was, I'm going to say it was a shitty Babadook, which is like the equivalent of when you're almost in a costume, but just not quite there. Phoning and, it in. And, and I had to re- maintain a complete composure and be like, oh, hi. This is normal. Hi. Um, I guess you missed the memo that we dress up sexy on Halloween and we don't try to make ourselves ugly or depraved or um, we don't stick our hair out like the black sunken glasses white face but no top hat it was like Fred Armisen from Portlandia (laughs) had driven to introduce himself to me and my friends on Halloween Street and that's when I thought I I, might have made a foolish (laughs) is is she my partner yet or are we just in the beginning stages because if you're gonna if I was gonna eject now would be the time and I took a picture of it only so that I would not forget but I have revisited in therapy many many a time when Dre showed up as Baba Duke for our fun mom Halloween photo shoot it was it was probably the scariest shit you can't make up moment and it was, I think it is still your profile picture. I hope so. And listen. It was for years. I hope that it was evidence that it was the right choice because it was so far off <laughs> from anything normal in your life that you're like, this woman brings something entirely different to the table. <laughs> Yin and yang, no shit. I mean, I had probably three-barreled curled my hair mm-hmm. for the photo shoot. Yeah. And I didn't know how to say that. I didn't even know what the character was. <laughs> and I had to play it cool. Like, you were some type of ghoul type thing. <laughs> Baba Duke, like with pride. I'm Baba Duke. <laughs> okay. Sure. We're going to have you park down there and then just slowly make you wake up with the dads. Okay, you see that dad wearing overalls and a Frankenstein mask? That's your crew. Hey, we're the moms over here. <laughs> Maybe like a festive jack-o'-lantern sweatshirt yeah, or something. Maybe kitty ears and a push-up bra. Okay. We're not prepared for the top hat and the chimney sweep. Is he a chimney sweep? <laughs> Baba Duke. We will put a picture. Where can we put a picture for the folks? We have a website. Oh, we'll, for the... oh, we'll send it to Shay. And we'll send Shay. Shay. Oh, Shay. Why, why do I even say that? Shay. Shay Bay. Shay is the most talented, talented uh, sub-character of our lives ever. I mean, he's the third leg. He's... He's our third leg man. Um, yeah, Baba Duke, scariest oh Halloween I've ever had. And gratefully, she's never repeated it. But hey, it's a you new year. You know what? There's still many, many Halloweens in the future. And I don't have a costume yet. So maybe this Monday. Oh, when well, I do you have some shoe polish? House? and a ta- When you're at Savers, pick up a black t-shirt and some shoe polish for yourself. <laughs> and that'll hat. just be a top hat. Make oh, sure that your Lord. hair is bristly and poking out in every arranged Will area. do. Will do. 
you guys, I mean, I still thought it was Beelzebub, (laughs) but it's Babadook. Babadook. Marmaduke with a B. No red dog. That was so funny. I apologize for scaring the bejesus out of you. Listen, you and Blackfish, you got the one and number one and number two spots. So you, that's an (laughs) Emmy award winning documentary, Oscar winning. Oh my gosh, so many memories. Shit you can't make up on Halloween. It's true. My sister choked on scrambled eggs on Halloween once, and my dad had to flip her upside down. And for some reason, it always scared me about eating breakfast for dinner on Halloween, even though it was a smart choice for a mom. Protein. Absolutely. Get it in you, you know, because we're going to be eating candy all night. But I always, it's just something I never don't think about on Halloween. Isn't that weird? That is so funny. Yeah. Huh. Baba Duke. Baba Duke and, and scrambled, scrambled eggs, eggs. chokes. Near death scrambled eggs experiences. <laughs> well, thank you for humoring my um, macabre visitation down the, you know, down the, the path of Halloween. The fact that I acted surprised when you said you're into macabre, I should have thought, what? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Ain't nothing more macabre than a ghoul. Did you know where that story was going when I started it? No, but then I, did you see my face yes. when I realized? And I was just like, oh, Jesus, here we go. <laughs> Trey's the best human on the planet. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, all right. Well, that was, that was fun. A good little Bravo con download. And, and then, you know, our, our hat tip to spooky season. Our Papa Duke top hat <laughs> doff our cap to you, Sir Halloween. The great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh my gosh. Oh no, Leslie Jordan passed away. Jen just texted us. Wait, who is that? Leslie Jordan, like the guy from um, uh, Designing Women or what's, you know, the little oh, Leslie. Yeah. Isn't that who it is? You know, oh, I can't sad. think of what he says, like his signature phrase. COVID's taken everybody, not COVID, but just like, I think the lack of social, you know, yeah. everybody went into the. That's so weird. That's our second celebrity yeah, the death Leslie on Jordan. the podcast. You may know me from my roles in um, Will and Grace. That's what it was. Oh. Leslie and Will and Grace. Remember he played, um, what's your faces? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's Leslie Jordan. Yes, oh my who, gosh. Yes. Oh. Let's play a little video of him so people. I'm just so proud to be here with my dear friend, Blanco Brown. Oh. How y'all doing? <laughs> He's so cute. Aww. So did you hear the one where the guy got the clown to deliver flowers to his wife? He wanted to make sure that it was a romantic gesture. Jester! <laughs> oh, you you sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart. Oh, oh shoot. So sad. Rest in peace, cute Leslie. That is so sad. Rest R.I.P. Well, that's a macabre note to end on. Jeez, I know. Yikes. Sorry, folks. Breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) News bulletin. Well, that's sad. I know. What a sad note to end on. But you know what? The veil is thin. He's probably watching us. You know what? Maybe he's going to be friends with my little dog I was going to say, maybe he's taking that malty poo on a walk right yep. now. Yep. Because he's the best one to do it. Absolutely. I know. Life's just one passage from one phase to another. So it's, it's just a see you later. Yep. See you, see you on the other side. See you on the other side. God be with you till we meet again. In the old Colab CK. If I could hide to <laughs> call up in a twinkling of an eye. Speaking of macabre, you want to scare the bejeez out of your kids? Start singing If I Could Hide a Colob a cappella, and then say, Colob's where our heaven is. And your kids will be like, What? what? <laughs>
What? What? <laughs> Shout out, Steve. What does high to cola mean? You're going to want to be high when you get there, kids, because it's our own planet. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, just some funny Mormon jokes for the Mormons. <laughs> yep, little Easter eggs. Well, the Mormons for y'all. won't laugh, but for the former Mormons. Yes, yes. If you know, you know. I Y K Y K. All right. Okay, well, Baba Duke. Baba Duke. Take us out. Yep. Uh, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe, rate, review, share our podcast. Pay it forward. Yeah. If you know someone who is a fan of Heather Gay, say, just slip into a conversation casually. Hey, did you know that Heather has a podcast? It's like sitting on her porch, <laughs> passing the time once every two to three weeks. Live, love, laugh with Heather Gay. Yeah, we added my name to the byline. There's mm-hmm. no excuse. Oh, also, when the Associated Press or other things pick up articles about me, um, oftentimes it gets screened and becomes Heather Homosexual. So it's Live Love Lab with Heather Heather Homosexual. homosexual. (laughs) And I think it's got a nice ring. Hey, I'm into the alliteration of it all. I love it. I love it. So if you have a homosexual, (laughs) Heather Homosexual friend that's a big fan, send them our podcast. Like, subscribe, follow, review. Tell us what content you'd like to hear more of. And if it's Dre... I can take it. <laughs> Trust me. No, but if you have any uh, things that you want us to talk about, message us, DM us on um, at live.love.lab.podcast and give us your ideas. And if you have any like, you know, little shit you can't make ups, our, our little, you know. It's, Hashtag it's, SYCMU and send us your shit you can't make up. We'll be sharing them on the podcast. Yeah, it's just like funny things like truth is stranger than fiction. Things that are wild, like my ghost dog. We mostly like to talk about ourselves, but if you have a funny anecdote, we will share it. You can remain anonymous or get a shout out for $20. Venmo at cash app at beauty.lab.laser. Listen, we won't charge. We won't charge. But um, we do want to hear from you. So Yeah, we love you. Anyway. Lab loves you. Yes. And remember. Life is short. By the lips. And you will see This our town of Halloween This is Halloween This is Halloween Pumpkins scream in the dead of night This is Halloween Everybody make a scene Trick or treat um, My question is for Heather I think the reason that we all love you so much Is that we all kind of see a little piece of ourselves in you mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the girl next door but also none of us feel like we're completely perfect so I'm just wondering where does all that come from and and what do you do when none of us see you to make you feel so I don't know you just seem otherworldly you're like a little fairy <laughs> Aww. That is sweet.